What's up guys? It's a great day. This is Fuquan Bilal and we are back with another great episode of the PFREI podcast series. We interview experts in the real estate business in order to provide you with some of the best investment strategies and techniques used by leading fund managers, financiers, house flippers, and more. We appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to press play on the podcast and hope you enjoy this new episode. All right, guys, we're back again with another great episode of PFREI, Passion for Real Estate Investments. I'm your host, Fuquan Bilal. Today, we have Alex Pardo from Creative RE Solutions, LLC, or actually Flip Empire as well. It's the, the, the platform we're promoting. Um, a great podcast. I had an opportunity to be a guest on his podcast. Definitely wanted to bring this gentleman on. We know each other from traveling the same circles and mastermind. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a, a wealth of information you guys are going to receive today. Welcome to the show, Alex. How are you, sir? Fuquan, I am so blessed, man. I uh, I got to tell you, I get so much energy, like just, uh, and this is me being 100 with you, man. I get so much uh, just positive vibes and energy every time I connect with you, being able to have the opportunity to hop on, on platforms and podcasts like yours, and just being able to kind of share my journey, like we were talking about before, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh I'm just I'm grateful to be here, so I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for coming, man. So let's let's jump right into it because we got a short time together, and I definitely want to give the guests some high level value. Uh, we'll start off with your background. Just tell the audience about the background. I usually read the bios. I don't want to screw it up. It's more authentic coming from you. You can tell your journey, how you guys started, and a little bit more about yourself so the listeners could know, you know, yeah. who we're speaking to. And I'll do my best because I know we got a short window. I'll do my best to just keep it real concise and tight. But, uh, you know, born and raised in Miami, my, my family, we're all from Cuba. And, uh, and, and I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. Now, I, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I also didn't, I don't have that rags to riches story, you know, where, where I had to struggle. I was kind of middle class uh, most of my life. And, uh, and I always say that's probably one of the most challenging places to be in because you're comfortable. And as we know, comfort is kind of the enemy of growth, right? So, um, I was always very ambitious from growing up, uh, buying baseball cards for a dollar and kind of flipping them for 50 cents more, $2 more. That's when I just got the juices for like just entrepreneurship. And something flipped when I got to college. And I don't know if it was an ego thing or the prestige of like climbing the corporate ladder and being a big rig, being a CEO or a CFO of a big company. So long story short, I, I got a job with General Electric in their financial management program. And three months into that uh, corporate job, I realized that there's nothing further that I'd want to do than work for somebody else. I wasn't just, I wasn't wired that way. I've always been pretty good, Fuquan, of reverse engineering, getting clear on what I want and reverse engineering the process of how to get there. And I, I quickly realized that to live the kind of life I wanted to live and to have the impact on people that I wanted to have, I wasn't going to be doing, work, doing that working 70, 80 hours a week in a corporate job. So uh, I finished off that two-year program. I went backpacking around Europe with a buddy of mine for three and a half months. We were in an internet cafe in Ibiza, and a friend of mine sent me an email to go to a, what's called the Marketing for Deals Bootcamp. This was October of 2005. I went to that, plucked out a pre-foreclosure letter that I got in the manual, didn't have any money because I had funded this, you know, this backpacking trip on my credit card. So I made photocopies of this letter, and it was so ghetto. It still had like the uh, the black, you know, from the photocopy, like the three ring binder. Yeah. And I started, <laughs> out, I started making out those pre-foreclosure letters about two and a half months later 
we made 44 grand in a deal, which wow. almost replaced uh, my corporate salary. So that's how I got in the business and just a little bit about, uh, you know, my journey as, as far as getting started. That's so wild, man. I have a similar story. When I was younger, my mom used to take us to the flea market from when I was eight years old. We used to buy stuff wholesale from Chinatown, hats, gloves, scarves, and set up a booth at a bazaar and sell it. And I actually got the entrepreneur spirit from my mom. I actually shared that in my book, PFREI, Passion for Real Estate Investment. That same exact story, I actually dedicated the book to my mom for installing her house of spirit in me. So I see you have the same way. And the same thing with corporate. I got a taste of the real estate business. I jumped out the window and grew wings flying down, made the same um, similar amount of money on my first transaction and left corporate. So, wow. I never, I never knew that. We have a similar story. So there's one question I always ask every guest. Why are you passionate for real estate investing? Fuquan, I don't know that you're about to hear the answer I'm going to share with you, but again, I'm, I'm always going to, uh, to shoot you straight and this might surprise you. I'm not passionate about real estate investing. Mm, first I've heard. It is. Yeah. I am surprised. So let, so let me, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's odd, right? Like I, I've been in real estate for what, 16, 17 years. I have a Wait, before you, before you give me the answer, did you make money in real estate? Absolutely. I still okay, make money good. in real estate to this day. Yeah. All right, all right, continue. Um, so let me elaborate on my answer. Real estate investing is not my passion. My mm. passion through doing a lot of inner work, I have figured out that my passion is in pouring into others and impacting people. So I use real estate as a vehicle to allow me to connect with people, to build relationships like what you and I have, to be able to get on podcasts and kind of share my journey. So real estate for me, it's a vehicle. It's a tool. It's not my passion. My passion is in impacting people. And that, that might sound very cliche, but it's a genuine passion that I, I didn't realize I had to do a lot of inner work to ultimately figure out. Um, and, and, you know, you and I were talking before the podcast last year after 16 years, I, I made the, the difficult decision to, to pivot, to transition out of the wholesaling business, something that was very, very profitable for me and my team and go in a different direction because wholesaling didn't, wasn't aligned with my goals and with my vision anymore. And I wanted to do something that genuinely fulfilled me mm. and was profitable at the same time. And, and so um, I've gotten a little bit of a different direction and we can talk about that, but yeah, my, my passion isn't real estate investing. That's a that's a vehicle for me to really exercise my passion. Yeah, that's that's the first time that I actually, you know, ever heard that um, that perspective. And I think that you're actually on track with that. The relationships and, and the things that you're creating and doing now is important. And that's really one of the five freedoms. And it, it led up to your purpose, which is another freedom where you're creating the impact. So, you know, financial time, relationships, health, and purpose, those are the five freedoms that we all try to achieve. So we, when you get to the pur purpose as it being at the top, you're creating an impact. And that's really what gives you your feeling of importance and what you're passionate about. But it was the vehicle of real estate that helped you get there. 100%. Like I don't know all right, good. <laughs> and, and again, I want to be clear, I still do real estate investing to this day. I still have a real estate investing business. Um, but again, it's just a means to an end for me. Got it. It's just like money is a tool, right? You're not passionate right. about money. It's a tool for you to, for you to do your purpose to create your impact, right? Exactly. I, I definitely, definitely see that. So let's jump into, um, I heard you say that, you know, you exited out the business and we talked a little bit about that before the interview. And I was like, wow, I really want to talk about this because um, so many people who's new, and this is for you guys who's looking to get into business, or maybe some of you guys who just got started with wholesaling, 
most people look at that as this is something to get into because it's less overhead when you, well, at least they think that it's actually not, but it depends on how, how, what level you're going to, but it's less overhead to get started. You have to have a minimum down pile. This is what people are training people and teaching people. You just need money to lock it up and you can willy nilly it and make a whole bunch of money. Um, what type of stress did that put on you or your family, like running operations or whatever? Really, the real question is what led you into exiting? Was it because you had enough, you reached a level, or was it like, you know what, this is so much effort and I, I can make a better, better impact doing something else. I'm already making an impact helping homeowners, mm-hmm. but I can make a better impact serving other serving in another way. Let's talk yeah. about that a bit. Great, great question, Fu Kwan. And the truth is it's a little bit of both. Um, I knew it was a red flag for me. And, and, I, and a red flag, I mean, in an actual positive way where I would, it got to a point in 2019 where I would genuinely get more satisfaction and appreciation and fulfillment from somebody sending me a message that I don't even know them saying, hey, I so appreciate your podcast. I appreciate this episode because it helped me in X, Y, Z way. I got more joy out of that than closing the next $20,000, $30,000 wholesale deal. Mm. And the truth of the matter is, is I have been doing the business for so long and wholesaling is a very, it's a, it's a, it's a simple business, but it's not easy. It's very simple to understand, but as you know, if you want to scale it, it can be an operational beast. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many moving parts to it. And 2018, 19, my overhead balloons to about 40 to $50,000 a month between marketing, between team members, between systems. And I looked and I said, I have to close two wholesale deals just to break even. And that's not even really like taking care of my team at the, at the level that they want to be taken care of. So it, when I look back at why I got into real estate, Fuquan, it was for cash flow. And why did I want that cash flow? I wanted that cash flow for freedom, for, for not just financial freedom, but time freedom, the most valuable you know, asset that we can never get back, as you know. And I was spinning my wheels. And even though I had a COO in place and an acquisitions manager and all these team members that you hear about, I was still spending so much time managing the team, you know, constantly checking the KPIs and, and, and constantly putting out fires. And I realized that even if I unplugged from the business, what happens if my COO leaves? Now I found myself kind of right back into those shoes. And so, uh, man, it, it just, honestly, it felt like a grind to me and it was no longer aligned with my long-term vision. Um, mm. I'm not somebody who thinks that bigger is always better. And I think a mutual friend of ours, you know, you know she has been quoted as saying, Christina Krause, scale to get better before you scale to get bigger. And I was just trying to scale to get bigger but I didn't realize the opportunity cost that, hey, this is no longer aligned with the direction that I really want to go in. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. I was at a, another event and they were talking about, you know, when you when you have 12, a team of 12 and you're making good money, we often think if I double my team, I make more money. And as soon as we do that, we lose money. The profits go down automatically. So I get that. So how, how was that unraveling of it? Like you had a team, you had a staff and you just walk in one day and say, Hey guys, you know what? I, I had this epiphany and sorry, or did you have to like unwind it and hand it? Right. Yeah, did, so I'm that, interested to know how did that go? Like, yeah, so it was it, 40 it, grand it, a month, you had an operation going. Yeah, yeah. No, it took a process, Kukwan. It wasn't a light switch. It wasn't like I just walked into the office one day and said, Hey, I'm, I'm burning the ships kind of thing. This was about a six to eight month process of slowly unwinding it. And the most difficult, there was two reasons why it was such a difficult decision for me. Number one, my team. 
I wanted to make sure that what was next for them? Were they going to be taken care of? What would they think? How would they, uh, you know, am I putting them in the best position to succeed moving forward? So that was a big hangup for me. The second hangup was, if I'm being honest with you, man, I, I went through a little bit of an identity crisis. Mm. You know, I am um, here. I am, you know, I have this podcast platform. I've been doing this for so long. Uh, and I started to like, think that the business was me and I was the business. And I lost track of the fact that the business is not me. I'm, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a leader. I'm a man. I love it. I love it. Talk the, that talk. The business is a separate <laughs> organism, man. That doesn't define who I am. Yeah. Right. And so I had to, I had to just come to grips with like the fact that, you know, part of me was like, what are people going to think that now I'm like exiting the wholesaling business? Are they going to think I'm a fit? Like all this BS, these stories we tell ourselves, this is the dialogue going on in my own head and through coaching, through prayer, through, you know, just uh, journaling and meditating and just all this inner work. I got to the point that I said, what I think is actually going to look bad is what's going to free me. I need to let people know my truth, like what I'm feeling and why I'm making this decision. And the people that are going to love and support me, fantastic. And the people that are not, that's fine too. Like, but I need to do what's going to make me happy and what's going to be best for myself, my family, and ultimately allow me to live my purpose, to live my passion. And the wholesaling business just wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. And mind you, we were still profitable. It's not like we weren't doing deals. Um, it just wasn't something that I asked myself, if I'm still doing this business a year from today, how am I going to feel? And I got this immediate like reaction in my gut, kind of like when I had a nine to five job and it was Sunday night and I had to go to that job the next day. And I'm like, I got to change this. Something's not right here. And dude, now I just feel, I feel free, man. I feel happier. I was going to say that I can see it in you, man. I can see it in you. I noticed a complete difference the last time we saw each other to when you interviewed me and watching your social media content, you know, it's just more confidence, more, you know, I can see it is oozing out of you. So congrats to you, man, from, you know, take, making that shift. And it's a lot. People use the inner work, your inner is your outer your business will only grow to the extent that you do. I repeat that all the time. There's a lot of inner working that needs to be done uh, and you have to make that mindset shift. So thank you for sharing that because a lot of people get caught up in that weird dichotomy, like, you know, they, of my business is who I am. No, your name is not even who you are. You're more than that, right? So thanks for sharing that with the audience. That was great. It's, um, it's amazing to hear that because uh, uh, it's even for me as a real estate investor, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm human. I go through that as well, you know, carrying a weight that I shouldn't be carrying instead of freeing myself. And I had to learn the same thing. Yeah. Um, so what, what are you doing now with with the Flip Empire, your whole mission, yeah. uh, helping people out with those relationships? How are you leveraging that human capital? What are you? Yeah, yeah, no. And again, I'm so grateful to you. And I appreciate just giving me the, the platform to kind of share my journey, and my story. But no, so a part of my, my purpose and my passion, like I said, is impacting people. And, and one of the, the ways in which I can do that is through the Flip Empire show. It's a, a podcast I launched uh, June 2016. And I've, I've consistently put out two episodes a week for the last five plus years. Are you and making me look like a slacker now, man? Hold on no, a second. No, man. Please, man. <laughs> the, the, the numbers go back. Let me tell you something. Just... You every time you, every time you put on those headphones, man, and, and yeah. you, you speak your truth and you're like, you're, whether you know it or not, and I know you do, you're in, even if we can just impact one person, man, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So uh, whether it's one show or a thousand shows, it's just, I have so much gratitude and appreciation for people like you, content creators and educators, because we need more of that, man. Quality yeah. 
like you that are doing that. So uh, yeah, the podcast platform is, is one place where I, where I get to, to you know, uh, exercise that. And then also uh, along with my partner, Steve Cavanaugh, we run uh, a high level uh, coaching program and mastermind called Ascend for entrepreneurs. And that gives me the ability to really go deep with somebody uh, in a coaching slash mastermind type environment, because you and I have invested a lot of money, time and energy into, uh, into masterminds. And I've gotten and grown so much as a result that um, I wanted to create an environment uh, that wasn't just about business, but it was like, what, what's the vision that you have for your life? And then let us help you tweak and modify your existing business to enhance the vision you have for your life. I think so many entrepreneurs, in my humble opinion, have that equation reversed. In other words, they spend so much time on the business and trying to make as much money as possible. And yet relationships suffer, health suffers. They're not really happy. They think money, they think a certain number is going to make them happy, but then they get there and it's kind of short lived, right? There's always another level. And so we've kind of taken a different approach. We said, hey, what's going to make you happy? What do you want your life to look like without regards to time, money, possessions? Like, what do you want your life to look like? Great. Whatever it is you want. Now let's figure out how the business can help you get there. Got it. Vision building first and then using money as a tool to help you conquer that vision. I love it. I love it. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Ascend. First of all, tell people where they can go find information out on that. What's the website? Thank you, man. So ascendyoursuccess.com, ascendyoursuccess.com. And yeah, that, that's, so it's, uh, this is not, there's so many great masterminds out there. You and I, uh, I was a part of, of the one that you're in now, fantastic mastermind. Um, this is a little bit different, you know, in that it's it's basically there's only 30 spots. Uh, and it's uh, it's very, I don't know, even Fukuan, if you've been in an environment where the vulnerability is at another level, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a part of one now. Um, there, there you it's, go. Just, it's just personal vision. And they, they help you achieve your personal family and things you want to do. And it's only like 10 of us in a room. Yeah. And yeah. you have to be, uh, that's one thing, guys, about a mastermind. You can't go um, that you don't have any problems, you don't have any issues. The real, the goal is to go lay out your issues on the table so your accountability partners or the people in the room can kind of help you navigate through that and give you actionable items that you can do to make the situation better. So right. if you're looking to join the mastermind, you have to be willing to go and speak from your heart and be vulnerable and tell your truth. If you're not willing to do that, don't sign up, don't waste the money because you're not going to get anything out of it. No yeah. one can truly help you unless you're willing to be vulnerable and willing to share like the yeah. deepest, darkest stuff that's bothering you, right? That's the purpose of you going to, to grow. So um, these, is it quarterly you guys meet? Is it once a yeah. year? Is it, okay. No, so yeah, about that. we meet three times a year in person, a very like you, like, like we just shared. I mean, it's the same, it's very intimate setting uh, where not just business challenges are discussed, but also personal. You know, sometimes I have found coupon and maybe you can back me up on this. Sometimes we think we have a business challenge, but at the root of it, it's a personal challenge mm-hmm. that's manifested and disguised as a business 100%, challenge. 100%. Yeah. So we, we help people peel back the layers of that onion. Uh, so yeah, we meet three times a year in person here in South Florida, uh, actually headed to uh, either Dominican Republic or, or Mexico in a five-star resort next year. So we're starting to change up and really it's about an experience. It's not yeah. just, as you know, masterminds are... It's yes, you get a lot of content and great information, but it's really about the relationships. Relationship capital to me is the ultimate currency. It's- I love that. Is that a quote somewhere? If not, I'm about to jack that. Not that I know. I love that. I, <laughs> I, give, I give people credit. Hold but a I second. Yeah, relationship capital is the ultimate currency. I love mm-hmm. it. 
If you see it posted on my Facebook, then we're like, this guy stole my thing. <laughs> it's all good, man. All good. Hey, we, we all borrow from each other, right? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that, so if you're thinking of joining a mastermind, whichever mastermind it is, just find one that, you know, their core values kind of track and line up with your core values. And I think one of the one of the challenges, I've been a part of so many masterminds, Fuquan, and one of the challenges I had is that um, sometimes just people put up a front. You know, it it could be the ego talking and like from the front of the room, you know, they they present this rosy picture. And then like when when you really get in a deep conversation with them, like outside of that environment, you know, it's not what it's cracked up to be. And I see so many people making important decisions about their life and business because they're they're seeing it through social media. They're seeing Mm -hmm. it through Facebook, but they don't know the behind the scenes. And, And yet they're making these big decisions about their own lives and businesses because they see other people doing something. I, I always tell people that, you know, don't do what I do, do what I did, because you can't do the do till you do the did. Ooh, now I gotta write that one down now. That's or, or you don't. That's or you don't. But anyway, that was from, um, oh my God, I read so many books, I can't remember who that's from. It's a guy, he wrote, he's about leadership, his mantra is leadership. Maxwell? I'm sorry? John Maxwell? Yes, absolutely, yeah. that's from his book. Yeah. Um, or from an audio I heard that he did when he got started preaching and everything else. Yeah, man, this was a great interview. I really enjoy you sharing. You guys make sure you go check the website out. And, you know, if with that mastermind or any mastermind, the key point takeaway here is what I got from this is really in a work, really do what's true to heart. Um, you know, when if you are going to become a part of a mastermind, be willing to be vulnerable, share so you can grow. And I love the story on how you saw that business was profitable, but it was also draining for you. You had to make the, the the choice to be free by letting that go, right? So it wasn't about the money anymore. It was more about Alex. You know, what do I want to do for me to be free for my family, to, to really um, excel up the ladder really quick on those five freedoms that we talked about to create my impact and my purpose. So thank you for sharing that, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you guys go to flipempire.com. Check out the podcast and all the content that Alex brings. Check him out on social, on Instagram, Facebook. He's all over the place. Make sure you guys check him out. Any last parting words for the podcast, Alex? Yeah, listen, I, I would just say, yeah, I think speed of implementation through Quan is one of those things that really separates high achievers from those that, that kind of just struggle. And that's not to say that you're not going to be faced with adversity. In fact, I would, I would tell you to expect adversity, but just understand that uh, the growth is through those challenges. Uh, and it's, it's really, really important that you, um, you've already taken a big step and you're investing your time into listening to Fuquan and, and plugging into the right podcast. Uh, take stock and inventory of your environment. You know, are the people around you supporting you, lifting you up, telling you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear? And, uh, and to the degree that you're in the right environment and you're consuming the right information and then following that up with taking the right type of action. People talk about taking action all the time, but it's not just action. It's are you taking the right action? Um, and that's why I'm, I'm just such a, a big supporter of coaching and mastermind and, you know, following guys like Fuquan and just getting around the right types of people, because that's how you start to level up. Really appreciate your share, man. Always good to see you. Another great episode, PFREI, a passion for real estate investments. Catch us on all the social media platforms. And, oh, man, this is a great interview. This is good. Thank you. Thank you you guys for listening to this episode of the Passion for Real Estate Investments podcast. 
Looking forward to providing you guys with more testimonials from successful real estate investors. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a passion, the number four, REI. Thanks so much, guys. And until next time, it's a great day.